we're doing it. We're doing it. Welcome back to Rain City Jerks. Fuck it, we're doing it live. Jay's not here. I am Jay Markovitz. There you go. I sound like him. Exactly like yeah. him. Look like him, sound like him. To, uh, well, I have long hair now. That's true. I did see that picture so, uh, with you with the ponytail. Isn't it crazy? Well, it's not long enough yet yeah. to do like a pony. And my because I started with the mullet, so it's like different lengths around my head. So it all doesn't pull back comfortably. Mm-hmm. So it'll go there. And uh, like if we pull it all the way back, it's like tight. You look it like a squire. It lo- yeah. <laughs> it doesn't it it feels tight and i was like oh i would have a headache if i did this for like an hour so i'm gonna just keep growing it out is your plan to grow it out to get a ponytail my I, every time i've ever grown my hair out it's never on purpose it's just it gets to the point where it's so long and i'm like oh it's time to get a haircut my hair is long but then i don't get a haircut so i don't know when i'm gonna get a haircut okay i usually just do some i'll have a friend like cut the sides or something but i don't do anything like just that. intensify the mullet i got a mullet last november so it's been a year since I like did something wild with it, but now it's fucking long. So I, I like the long hair. I go through phases. Like every like two years, I'll just be like, "Oh, it's up my shoulders." So, and then how short do you go? Um, I usually try to not keep it too short because I feel like I'm not. It's too clean cut sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I'm not a clean cut type haircut guy. Okay. Like, could you imagine if I showed up with like a fade and like? Just like comb, it looked like well, like I put effort into it. People would be like, "What's wrong? <laughs> What's? Are you okay?" I'd be like, "I'm just getting a real job. I'm gonna get a, a sales sales job. Wear a suit and tie every day. I would love to wear a suit and tie every day." I mean, what's stopping you? Just, it's the same suit. There was a run where I wore a suit because I got it out because I went to a wedding this summer. I it was my first ever wedding, and I uh, hosted the reception. Okay, whose wedding was it? Uh, James Mikel. Well, I mean, like, relation to you. Just a friend that I met through comedy. Oh. But he doesn't do comedy anymore. Here. I met him in Tacoma. Okay. Yeah. And he was, uh, he was in and out. He was in Seattle. And then I feel like I would see him a lot in Tacoma. And then we became friends with him. But not, like, super close. And then he was like, do you want to do our wedding? And we were like, what? Nick officiated it. Nick Dundas. Really? Yeah. Married them. Crazy. <laughs> we were like, Why what? him? I don't know. He seems clean cut, like he's a religious man. Sure. Knows how to, yeah. I don't know. He did a really good job. I like believe, wrote a yeah. good speech. Was really he's been to weddings, so he was like professional about it. Um, yeah, it was a shit show. It was fun because it was in the summer. It was nice. But it was a small wedding. They didn't pay a lot for it. I don't think clearly because they had us <laughs> working it. Uh, but I got to wear the suit for that, and that was fun. And I had like partial mullet. So I look like a cocaine dealer. I was wearing like a gray suit, no tie, like buttons undone, mustache, shaved face. And I showed up and people were like, you are the one that has drugs. And then I hosted the reception. So they're like, this guy definitely. And did you? No. Okay. <laughs> I wish. That would have been fun. Doing some cocaine or something and hosting. If your wedding it. reception doesn't have cocaine, like you've kind of cheaped out. Yeah. Well, they did cheap out. So, you, 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 you know, you play with what you got. It was fun. That's the only wedding I've ever been to. So I've never been able to like enjoy a wedding because I was like stressing out about. I've been to a few weddings. Uh, Close friends, family. 
They don't seem appealing. I don't really enjoy them. I don't feel like I get invited to many weddings. And it's been a long time since I've been to a wedding. The last one was my sister's, and that was kind of an obligatory invitation. Was it cool? Or were you like, this guy, was the guy cool that she married? Yeah, my my brother-in-law, he's a really cool guy. Cool. Was it a fun wedding? It was an okay wedding. It was kind of corny and cheesy in like... Hey, you've been married. Yeah. What was your mar- What was your wedding like? Did you have a wedding? Uh, the first time we had a very small... <laughs> the first time. We had a very small ceremony. Yeah. Just like very private, small ceremony. Where was it? Uh, in a dungeon? No, it was in uh, uh the, the town I grew up in in kind of this like remote-ish space that I know. Yeah. Um. That sounds uh, fun but boring. It sounds like us. I, I, I feel like I wouldn't want to. But then we anything. had a big party. Oh, that's fun. And then we had a huge party. Did you dress up? Not really. Did you wear a suit when you got married? No. Oh. How, uh, did you propose? I did, did I, well, I, like, I ask no, you this you know, shit? I did, I did wear a suit when I got married. I, okay. I used, to, I used to have a, a decent suit. Was it a crazy color? No. Were you ever just like a straight-laced guy? No. I cannot. Like, just, I, like if I saw a photo of you like 10 years ago, just like. No tattoos, just nothing, just wearing like a, just going to a regular corporate job. Yeah, no, never been that way. That's good. I can't imagine that, but it would be funny to see that photo because sometimes you see someone. And then like what happened to get me here? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, how'd you propose? Did you? Yeah, I proposed. Uh, like you want to do this damn thing? There used to be a river. Well, the river's still there, but. <laughs> it's gone. There's a river in Maine. Uh, the Maine River. Nope, it's the Presumpscot. But like it's the main one, you know? No. Okay. Yeah, it's not even. Fuck. Uh, it's the Presumpscot River. Presumpscot. Yeah. How do you spell that? P-R-E-S-C-U-M-P. Presumpscot. P? P. Right? S-C-O-T. I think that's right. Presumpscot. Wait, what? What's the name of it? Presumpscot. Oh, I didn't hear the Scott part. Yeah, Presumpscot. 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 Is that how you say it? Presumpt- I think so, yeah. That's fun. That's a fun name. Yeah. Okay, so the Presumpscot River. Yeah. You're and so that. that was like one of my favorite places to go to. Mm-hmm. I, I lived really close and it was like, this is dope spot. And pretty much every day after work or whatever in the summer, like I would go and go to the river. And just hang? Yeah, go swim. Oh, okay. Go swim and hang. And uh, me and my, that's where we went on our like kind of like first date. Mm-hmm. I took her to the river. The love of your life? At the time, yeah. You're like, I'm not going to murder you. Yeah, no, it was, yeah, we'd be, it's a long story, but, but that was like, it was a long backstory leading up to that, but like, yeah, one of our first real hangouts, we went to this river at night, uh-huh. and then I finger blasted her on this rock. Finger blasting such a fun phrase. Yeah, <laughs> and I, so I finger blasted her on this like rock, and we were pretty tight after that. We were like, you know what I mean? Yeah, started, that, but that sealed the bond. Yeah, we, and so that was how like, old were you when you finger blasted her? <laughs> uh, Twenty four. 24 25 i think i think like 25 finger blasting what's like a what's, 26 maybe 25 what's 26? the equivalent of like what a girl could say about a guy like jerking a guy off you know like what's a cool phrase like finger blasting is like mm. aggressive aggressively cool shucking a dick shucking a dick wow yeah. i've never heard that i don't know i just made it oh up. that's I'm, great yeah shucking I shucked his dick shucked his mm. shaft yeah uh so anyway i 
that was you know we went there all the time it was our first date we went there like pretty much all the time we had a few spots and so did uh, you finger blast at all the spots pretty much yeah and way to go then i i got her pregnant uh, an engagement i got her an engagement ring when i was in india how much did you spend uh I feel like not much, not much, but I got a great ring. You yeah, know what I mean, like not much, but I got a great. It's that ring. Form, it's like a, it's like nicer quality, but they're like, we're gonna. Yeah, it was it's like, like getting a suit made. It was like, like one hundred and twenty bucks, maybe. Hong Kong, and yeah. in India, that was like a lot of. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that yeah. was sizable. How many rupees? Uh, a big pearl. So oh. It was silver and a big pearl, and uh, it was very her. And so we went to one of the river spots, and then uh, we were swimming, and I brought it with me. And then I was like, hey, so like, what are you doing for the next 50 years? Nice. And That's a fun way to ask. And then I showed her the ring and she was like, oh my God. Are you sitting on a rock? You didn't get to, I cannot imagine you getting on a knee. I don't think I need. That's good. Yeah. I think I just kind of did it, you know. Yeah. It's a racial thing now. You can't, can't propose that way anymore. Because it's like you're, knee, you know. What? You can't kneel down to propose anymore. It's Why like not? a, because you're, uh, it's a political thing, you know. Wow. You have to stand up and make eye contact. Okay. For the love of the country. <laughs> or else <laughs> you take it. That's how you propose. You take a knee, but you just arms crossed on your knee. We had guys do that my senior year of baseball. Proposed on their knees? Took a knee. No, during the national anthem. Oh. Like the anthem thing? Like they're badasses? Well, they were black, so. Oh. Yeah. They were like, we're going to not stand for this. It was very hot at the time, you know? Was it? Was that... It was like 2017. I feel like it was the Kaepernick shit. Okay. I didn't realize that that's when you were in a senior in high school. Uh, college, sorry. A uh, senior in college. college. Yeah, no, that wouldn't. What do you have a degree in? Uh, marketing. Okay. Yeah. It's not It's not really useful. I mean, marketing is pretty basic principle, I feel like. And it evolves so fast where it's like the shit you learn is like somewhat What's applicable. a marketing fact? Like what's something you learned? Like a fact or just or, like I don't know. principles? Like, sure. I don't, I don't, I don't even know. A lot to, of business stuff. You just, it's like a lot of like. I don't know what the, I don't know what like. I went it's to stuff art that, school. It's stuff that I don't like, know what real school is like. It's stuff that, well, for, it's a lot of nothing. It's a lot of like base level business courses. But what is that? Like, what is a base level business course? Like economics. But what does that look like? What are they teaching you? I don't, stuff that like you know the principle. Here, I'll give you an example. I was talking to my buddy the other day about this, like the principle of like utility. Like what something is worth to you, like okay. marginal utility, like you know what I mean. It's like what you're getting out of something. Like let's say, like you go. I'm probably going to be wrong on the precise terminology here, but it's like let's say we go to off the top tonight. Like yeah, that is providing more utility to you than whatever you. It's like opportunity cost, kinda. It's like what's worth more to you than something else. It's like putting a name on. It's what the school, it's like what school was. It's like putting a name on all these like principles that you kind of understand already. I don't understand any of this. I'm I bad at explaining I'm, I'm, I'm it. Not, yeah, I don't know what this is. It's also boring as fuck and I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Because it's like, uh, yeah. Like what is what utility is something giving you? Like, I don't How know. do you teach a class on that? Like what? Like, you don't. It's not a whole class on that. It's like that's one thing you would learn. Okay. That's when I was answering the question, you know? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I took how classes to, on pottery and art history. Man, and people draw, are and, no longer listening for sure. In drawing, 
drawing. We how do they teach that though? That's what, how I don't understand. How that. do you teach drawing? How do you, yeah? That I mean, that's a teachable thing. Yeah, but what if I put my fucking hand on the paper and it's just like it can't make the shape? Well, then you do it again and yeah. again and again. It's art. You, I mean, it's like writing a joke. It's like doing a joke. You just do it and keep doing it until you know? it. What if it doesn't work? Then. I don't you know. draw something else? I guess, or you figure something else out. But, like, you know, they brought in naked people for us to draw. That was fu- that's fun. And I used to, I took that class, I took a life drawing class uh, in the fall one life year. Life drawing? Life drawing. So you draw? From life. Yeah. And, it was, I mean, it was useful, it was fun. You draw with car- charcoal and you do, like... Charcoal's hard as fuck. And you do, like, a 45-second drawing of this yeah you know what i mean and just like try and like quick just quick sketch it out just like get the lines right kind of stuff yeah when you do like you know a 25 minute drawing how do you get how do you do they give you like mental like do they teach you mental stuff about drawing too like little tricks like tricks on like perspective like if you're like looking at something and drawing it uh-huh like that i understand where yeah. you're like there's a reference for it but yeah. like what if you have something in your head and then you just like i well, you try to draw it. You're like, I don't know how to get this ad- idea out of my head onto the fucking. They teach you the basics, and then you know, it's, it's up to you. <laughs> it's up to you to figure out the rest. But like, they can teach you how to, you know, this is how form works. This is how shading works. This, if you do this, this will highlight that. You know what I mean? Like, they'll teach you the basics, and then it's up to you to put the art into it. I went to a performing arts high school, so this I mean, is. Well, I went to a performing arts uh, elementary school. Really? Yeah. That seems way worse. I loved it. Yeah. No, but I mean, I get that. I would have loved it too. I mean, like as a teacher though, you're like, these children suck at everything. You know what I mean? Oh. You're like, I'm watching kids act. Like that would be a yeah, nightmare. Yeah, that's cute. No. Uh, it's annoying. Uh, <laughs> that's where I got my first big laugh. Really? Yeah. What was it? In a play? It was in a play. I played the big bad wolf in kindergarten in a oh, play. And I came out and I wiggled my butt. I had a tail on. It wasn't in the script. I just did it on my own. Just I just came out it. and just like mooned. I didn't moon, but I just yeah. like came out and I was dancing around or whatever. And like oh, I funny. shook my butt with a tail at the crowd and the whole place just erupted. Nice. And I was like, yes. You were like, that's the best feeling I've yes. ever had. Yeah. Have you have you topped it since? What a... That was the seed? That was the seed. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. I went to... Uh, so like... Wait, so can, would was it each grade had their own? Like, would would you do like plays with other grades? Uh, you know, like it's like uh, oh, there's a kindergartner, but he's a really good actor, so we yes. have him with the fourth graders. Uh, I don't really remember. I think that it was a lot of intermingling yeah or like there would be one play but like a scene from the kindergartners or a scene you know what i mean like they've got to do it. like i don't really remember i always i usually did the backstage stuff yeah stagecraft is fun we had that as a class like where you build the stages you learn all the like uh like if you're doing lights or sound like i worked lights and sound on multiple productions before i was really in theater like getting any spots or anything <laughs> spots getting, yeah roles i guess i don't cast um that was fun though like doing the behind the scenes stuff working lights was fun but like in acting class going back to the teaching and like learning it and doing it over and over again like some people just you're like you suck at acting like they sure, were yeah it was so funny to watch where they like thought they had no idea but they i was like it's like comedy too you see people who are just like they think they're Oh, they're, I mean, really funny. I mean, so, we see it all the time. Yeah, but. there's so many people that just like the thing about the comedy world. Acting is really cringy, though. 
uh, I mean, at least they're not writing their own lines. It's true. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You see, some- that was what made me. I think because I was pretty decent in theater. Like, I had I loved to do. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. But I was good at it because I would get into these characters. But I had no qualms about any of it because I was like, even if it sucks, I didn't write it. Like I right. didn't. I didn't make any. I'm like just. I'm this character that's not something I created, so I had no fear of like, you know, quote unquote bombing. You can't right. really do that because you're not really going for laughs, I guess. But it's like, okay, if you forget your lines, whatever, just riff something in character. Like, make it. They don't know, but like, right. The fear of failure was non-existent to me because I was like, yeah, it's not mine. Like, if they don't like it, that the, they don't like the play or the musical or whatever it was. Right. Finicky. And you know, it's Can the people hear that no. you're fucking with that thing? I don't think so. Or I no, I know that. Oh can. wow, what if this whole thing just people are listening to it's like left ear. Well, I play around with it. Ooh. Oh, almost Ooh. got it. This is boring though. Uh <laughs> talking about the behind the scenes part. Um Yeah, I don't know. There's so many people in comedy though that I'm just like one like what were you doing six months prior to this? You know what I mean? Like, what was your life before this? Yeah. And two, there's people that have been doing it for a little while now, and you're just like, what are you getting out of this? Yeah. There's people, there really are people that do just enjoy doing it. And I think, I mean, I'm not, but like, I mean, I don't don't understand. I I don't want to speak for you, but like, I think we're on the same page. Like you want to do this professionally. Yes. Right, for me, sure. me too. Like, yeah, yeah. and I kind of don't. I kind of have a hard time fucking with people who are hobbyists. About I d- it. Yeah, same, but I just it was weird learning that people actually. I was like, I didn't believe that. I was like, oh, everybody's in this for like the You're, long haul, and then I was like, oh no, that's people, really weird that they're not. Right, it is it's weird. Strange. It's as like, fuck. what are you doing? It's like a real mental illness. Yeah, like, it's like I don't get. I it. mean, or I don't, when they tell me they're like, I've been doing this for nine years, and I'm like, what? What? Yeah. And they're just like at these open mics, and I'm like, "Don't tell people that." Like, yeah, you don't lie. <laughs> yeah, lie. Just be like, "Nah, I just I don't know. I'll do it for five. I just five, five years." Oh, five. you're great for five years, yeah. or even five. Yeah, be like, "I just started." <laughs> it's my but first yeah, time. There's so, I, the hobbyist aspect of it, I'm just like, there's so much heartbreak in it, and just like, just di- constant disappointment. Yeah, it's just like. But I mean, what if they go in with no expectations and they're like, it's just a thrill to get up in front of strangers? Like, and then they go back to their normal lives and they're like, yeah, I, I can do whatever I want at these open mics and I have no expectations. But then it makes the real world more bearable when they do it. You know? I guess I don't know. I, that's my yeah. That's a guess as to how they feel. That's I feel like what. That's how I rationalize them in my head. But wouldn't you be like, but. I do want uh, more. I do want to be booked on more shows. I do see, but that's like, how some people are like. That's how we. That's how it's. It works in our brain because we have the drive, and like we'll work hard at it. So right. we're like, I want to do more. I want to like get more. Some people are just like, I'm nah, good. I'm good. I'm chilling, and it doesn't make any sense. It, to me, it but. confuses the hell out of me. Because like I mean I don't have like super delusions where I'm like you know I'm gonna get a Netflix special. Yeah, but like I want to get. To a level to where, like, I'm gonna get two Netflix specials. Yeah, I mean, 
at this point is putting out your own special on net, on yeah. YouTube. Have you seen Ari Shafir just posted one and it has like almost two million views? I've, I watched like four it. days ago. I watched it. It's I watched great. it for fifteen minutes. He's funny. He's great. I love him. Uh, have you seen Monica, former guest on this show? Monica, Monica Nevy. Nevy. Yeah, she just released one. Yeah, uh, it's called Big Stepdad Energy. Shout out Monica Nevy. It's really funny. It's a half hour. Half hour. I could put out. I mean, her half hour is better than my half hour, yeah. but. I feel like in the next year or two, I could put out a half hour special. Like that's obtainable. Yeah, I think, but then you throw away all that material. I think it's just making sure it gets traction or views, which is tough if you don't have like a following. Yeah, but I think like the production quality matters. A ton. Oh, because I've I mean, watched like Helium put out Monica's. Yeah, yeah. It, like hers is it's shot very nicely. Yeah. And it's very pro. Like hers is extremely yeah. pro. Check it out, Monica Nevy, big stepdad energy. I think because I, it's like I've seen ones. I don't really. I don't watch a lot of specials. Like I don't watch. I watch oh, a lot really? of live comedy, I, but it's like I don't watch. Like I watch. I, I I love watching new specials. Yeah, I think I just. Like, I'm just a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan. Sometimes I just like I don't know. I don't watch a lot of stuff anyway. But like, I uh, I've seen like snippets of like i'll try to watch a special i think it's mostly it's actually so fun because you were saying how youtube is the way to go now and i'll watch like netflix or like someone that's like high it's like it's almost too much production yeah yeah yeah. where like someone's like doing jokes and it's just this uproarious laughter and i'm like okay also these people are touring uh, in like stadiums and theaters like so it's it seems fine-tuned to them but i'm like it's a little like either out of touch or like yeah it's not that funny where it's like applause break at like two minutes in for something that's like whatever not that great of a yeah. it's a it's good but i'm like okay what are we doing here uh do you know the comedian robert kelly yeah yeah he just put out a special he's funny. on uh louis website mm-hmm. it's called Killbox, and it's really good and it it's in a small club and those this, are the best and it's just like the audience is like right on top of them all those new york murdering all those you know new york I mean? comics are fucking just on it the small rooms are the best. I, I would rather watch a special of like the small room. Like when Joe List put out his yeah. two specials where he's in the cellar. Yeah, yeah, cellar, exactly. That's great. You it's want, like a like, real, it a feels small like you're room. There. Yeah, yeah, like comedy, like, Oof. I mean, whatever. Of course, I would love to perform to like a thousand people or whatever. But like comedy is really best viewed at 300 people tops. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that's a lot. But low like, ceilings. Low ceilings are key. That's great. Like a bit, yeah. Dark, low ceilings. Little lights on the table. I wonder what the most. I wonder what people's favorite way to watch comedy is. Like I wonder in what their like, bed, scratching their ass, smoking a joint, eating. Uh, I mean, live chips. though. Yeah, yeah, but I get yes, I get that. That's the best way to watch anything though. But like live comedy, like is it more like because I haven't been to a lot of theater shows. I've been to a ton of comedy club shows, obviously. Yeah. But it's like I that that's the best to me as someone who's watching and performing. But it's like. What if someone's like, oh, like a 800-seat theater is the bet. It's like a little more space. I don't know. Maybe it's just like I wonder what the mental side of like watching live comedy is for someone who doesn't perform. Yeah. Where they're like, this is where I would feel the best or like have the most fun. I mean, I mean. It seems like a small I've performed in a couple theaters. Granted, they've never been, you know, even close to being sold out. But I can imagine them being sold out. Like I did the Roxy Theater in Bremerton for yeah. a dope show like a month or so ago. And there's probably 150 people there. Nice. But how big is that theater? But the theater is big, so it didn't seem that uh, full. But you know, there's still 150 people or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but the theater is kind of big, so it didn't really 
but I I feel like whatever the size of that is, just like yeah, it's pretty fun. When I played baseball, I uh, we played we did my senior year of college. We went to Omaha, Nebraska, where okay. they do the College World Series. Oh, every year, and it's like their main tour. So like if you go to if you fly into Omaha in the airport, like walking through, there's these big signs. Like it's like marketed for the College World Series because it's like their main source of like tourism yeah and it's for like two or three weeks in the every summer and it's a they have a stadium that's there just for that for the top eight teams every year the final eight go there and it's like why omaha how'd they get that they've always had it i don't know omaha nebraska i have no idea why it, it's in the middle of the country yeah probably got so it, i think like, it's like yeah no matter what it's pretty equidistant for like far like the farthest teams it's like okay you're not flying to fucking the next the other coast you know what i mean i don't know maybe travel it's easier um but the stadium there they renovated it maybe a decade or so ago and it's like 30 or forty thousand seats it's like a major league stadium it's a big fucking stadium and the college that's in omaha creighton plays there and so creighton university plays in the college world series stadium as their home stadium Mm -hmm. and so we went there for a weekend series like friday saturday sunday and played in that stadium in like April of my senior year, but it was just for their home games. It wasn't like f- full, obviously. Right, right. So it's like a 40,000 person stadium with like, there's probably like 2,000 people there. I like, saw a lot of pretty good. people. And yeah. it's, it was like, there was, it was like it was empty because they're not like going right. crazy. It's just right. like they're spread out a little bit behind home plate and there's just so many seats where you're like, what the fuck is this? But then you realize you're like, oh, there's still a lot of people here. It's like doing a theater where you're like, oh, there could be 200 people, but it's a thousand seats. Right, comparatively, it just doesn't in look. This. Yeah, is good. It was cool though. It's cool to perform in any like I, I like cool venues. I love yeah. A cool venue is what you want. Yeah, theaters are theaters seem so cool to me for any performing arts thing. Just like how many people like if you go to a theater like as a comedian, it's like oh the night before fucking some band could have been right, touring here right and just like the turn the logistics of like concerts and like theaters and like any ven- big venue like that is mind-blowing to me mm-hmm. i think it's so impressive like set up tear down like everything like whoever's running that shit for the venues i can't imagine what like arenas go through that shit's fucking crazy to me like dave Chappelle, i saw dave Chappelle at climate pledge last year okay and just like looking around at like the camera setup audio setup they had a dj but then it's like next night it's like some some worldwide band is playing there and you're like what the fuck like how is it seeing comedy in a stadium it was wild um it was really Did you cool. see him or was he just like a tiny little thing and i could see like- it you could see him because it's an arena so you're like it was like sold as it like eighteen thousand people because it's in the round that's like so fucking bonkers. It's crazy to me. It's a different level 18, of comedy. 18,000? 18,000. Not 1,800. 18,000. It's the it's where the Kraken play. I mean, I've never been. It's but, huge. It's yeah. a sports arena. Yeah. yeah. So, But like... It's where it, the biggest acts How much money year. do you think he made on that one show? They've got a net a million dollars on it, right? I have no, I have no, I have no clue. I have no clue. I don't know. I don't know what tickets were because my friend got it and he's has a lot of money. So I didn't even ask to pay him back. Mm-hmm. I was like, "You asked me to go, so I'm just you're gonna." This is yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, I can't afford this. Uh, but dude, it was it's not the best way to watch comedy, and it's because it, I I walked in. We were late. It started at like I don't know. Dave Chappelle came on at like eleven. Damn. And then went to midnight because it was New Year's. 
So oh, I like, did that oh, hour. Oh. But before that, it started at, I think it opened at like nine or something because there's like intermissions and it's such a big event. So it's like opener goes on, then another comedian, then opener comes back. and they'll do, But like I walked in and Patton Oswalt was on stage because he had dropped in right. for a guest spot. He finishes up. Then the host comes back out, cracks a couple jokes, and is like, go get your beers, go get whatever. Lights come on, people leave to go like to the back. People are still filing in at this point. Right. So it's 18,000 like, people. So it's like a ma- like I was like an hour late. I got there around 10, 10, 15. They should have had a couple bands open, you know? They I mean? should. And they, well, that's why he brings a DJ. And it was so cool to watch the DJ like control the energy in the room and like slowly build up. Oh, really? He has a DJ that he, DJ Trauma, I think. Is okay. His, yeah. Like tour DJ. And he, the way he would like, dictate the energy level in it was super impressive to watch but it was also crazy seeing the host come back out and be like all right go get beers use the bathroom do whatever and then like we're gonna bring dave like whatever like so music plays people start filing it no phones either when you walk in you put a phone in a bag like oh yeah oh so cool yeah so fucking cool i wish they would do that at every comedy show it was awesome you wish they would do that at club comedy i wish dude i mean that's not really a problem of people getting on their phones but like it, when you really have no option, you're in the moment. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. And it was cool. It was really cool. Because, um, yeah, no one's on their phone. They give you a sticky note that says where your seats are when they check your ticket because they're putting their phone away. Oh, right. So you know where to go. And then, uh, so people go get their beer, use the bathroom, whatever. We're sitting there. And they have like the big screens above the stage. Like there's like the Jumbotron. Yeah, but there's like six of them because there's two things mm-hmm. and then three screens. On each of them. So there's six massive, like, LED, like, whatever the fuck they are. They're so big. And it projects what's on stage. So you could see them. Right. But it's like, if you don't, if you're too far away, you're like, okay, I could watch the, I could watch TV of Right. But that's the weird part, right? You're like, why are you there? If you can just, like. Yeah. And then, uh, but just, like, watching the lights go back down, then he came back out, and then, like. I don't know how someone does comedy like that because it's like you really have to like you got to wait for a response from people because there's like a delay with that many people. If you tell a joke, it's like you can hear it, the wave of laughter. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's instant, but it's like, I don't know. There's so many people where it's hard to get that synergy right. Dave did it great. Like Dave's a professional, obviously, but like he's doing arenas all over the place. But he came out and it was like maybe the coolest thing in comedy that I like coolest, not funniest, but just like badass thing. He's walking out, the DJ gets everybody going, and it's Seattle, so he's playing like fucking like Bon Jovi and like w- just white people rock, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? People get going, uh, some Pearl Jam, like fucking lots of stuff. And then he uh, Dave switches over to Dave's entrance song. Dave walks out with like security detail through like the you know, where like the players would come out of the tunnel, uh-huh. walks out of that sunglasses on six big ass security guards around him and they're like custom suits or whatever place is going fucking nuts like shaking like everyone's on their face I was like oh my god this is wild like I like Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. but I was like I just I got a free ticket I want to go mm-hmm. check this out it's like a, it's like a spectacle you know what I mean and this was as he was getting a, like there's a lot of backlash about the trans stuff right obviously and so there was like people like protesting the show and stuff and then he comes out and the climate pledge arena is the new arena so the there's these huge green signs above the tvs 
at the top that are like climate pledging, like just like the brand or whatever. Mm. It's like being eco-friendly and about the environment or whatever. It, Dave Chappelle's just walking out with his face on all these screens under that name, just ripping cigarettes, <laughs> like inside, like throwing them on the ground, like smoking them on stage. I was like, that's fucking badass. Um, but he came out and got like the biggest pop I've ever heard anywhere like do any sporting event and it just going nuts and then within the first like five minutes it just he's crushing and then just does this thing it was really a big lull in the middle 20 but yeah i mean people are there just to like be there and see him and like and then he yeah but then he went into all of his like trans stuff and like talking about hannah gatsby and everyone's like what what is he talking about like he just lost everybody it was like really yeah it was like first 20 great Middle 20 was just, like, him, like, complaining. And we were like, okay. All right, man. And then the, the last 20 was just, like, good. Really good. Uh, but it was cool. But it's, like, not... I, I don't need to go to see more arena comedy. Yeah, I don't have a lot of interest in arena comedy. It feels like a concert. It, it felt like an event. Like, even the DJ was like, this is a Dave Chappelle comedy show. It's, like, a different... Like, you do see stand-up, but it's, like... It's different. It's not, like tight and quick and like right it's a it's, it's a, the whole thing it's an arena yeah people are talking like watching him deal with hecklers was crazy there was a group that started like chant and he just ignored it uh-huh. and like paused in the middle of a joke but it seemed natural that it died down and he just like kept rolling with the joke and it was like he didn't even acknowledge it it's fucking nuts because imagine if he was like what's going on up there they were just like dave dave, dave. they were like they were, yeah they were just like screaming shit at him like i think just this group of i think i don't know if I don't know what they were saying. I mean, but, you get 18,000 people together, like, some wild shit's probably going to happen. But then you could tell, like, the rest of the arena, like, he knows that, like, if there's a group going off on him, like, while he's on stage, he knows the, like, crowd mentality of, like, most of the people there are going to be like, shut the fuck up, like, mm-hmm. to that group. So I right. think that's, like, kind of what happened. And then he just, like, keeps rolling. But it was impressive. But yeah, I don't need to go back to an arena. Even, like, watching concerts in an arena is not... Not no, I fun. like intimate. Yeah. Yo, how was that music uh, festival that you went to? Amazing. It yeah. was. Uh, it was only in one venue, like two. Was, yeah. Uh, the one in New York, you mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wasn't yeah. it like like a punk rock festival or metal? What was it? It was like uh, extreme music, but yeah. I mean, it was mostly just punk, uh, punk, some oi, and a little hardcore. Sounds fucking sick. It was sick. It was some of the most fun shows. Yeah. Uh, I've been to. It's weird to think that that was like bloody? a month ago today. Yeah, or a month ago tomorrow maybe. Did you get bloody? Did you get a? Did you guys mosh? Yeah, it was like throwing people off balconies. No, it was very small venues, no balconies. But I mean, yeah, I moshed like crazy. Fuck yeah! But it was it wasn't moshing. I I said this on an earlier episode, but it's just fighting. It was it was slam dancing. Yeah. It wasn't moshing. Moshing I think implies a level of violence and intention to hurt. Yeah. Whereas slam dancing is uh a more peaceful activity. Mosh pits are weird though cuz the etiquette is, like you are going in there, but it's like if you go in there you should know that you're probably going to get hit. But like if someone goes down or something, yeah. They're with they're like, "Up." Oh, yeah, like eight yeah, hands yeah. pulling you up right away. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is great. That's the case in this one. But no, it was just all friendly. Nobody was trying to get hurt. Nobody nice. was throwing punches. Like nice. it was all like you know body checks, no face stuff, and yeah. everybody's there to have a good time. Nobody was getting crazy, and a good time was had. Nice. How long was the festival? A just week? two days. Oh, short and sweet. Yeah, just two days. How was New York City? Great. 
Was it in the city or was it like, I got to go out to like Long Island? No, it was in, uh, both nights were in Brooklyn. Fuck yeah. One show was at this, uh, I guess somewhat infamous punk house. Uh, like an actual house? I mean, it was a warehouse space that people Sick. lived in. Uh, Do you regret not going to Tacoma on Halloween weekend to that <laughs> warehouse? A little, but not really. I haven't seen any pictures. Uh, They're like, it was so crazy. There's no photos. Yeah. I haven't, I don't know. I feel like we had a good time on Halloween. It was a good time. Uh, I'm glad we all stuck together. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. I don't regret not going to Tacoma, but kind of, maybe. I don't know. I got a, I got that new tattoo. Did I tell you about this? I was going to get one with my roommate. Okay. Yeah. 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 What'd you get? We went to the place, uh, that, I saw your that, stories. They were your Instagram stories. They were doing the flash. Where uh, so on Halloween weekend, they were doing a flash sale at Super Genius Tattoo. Mm-hmm. That was the place I told you about. Um, and then me, me and my roommate, because my roommate moved to San Francisco, we moved out of the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were like, it's like one of my best friends. So we were like, let's get a tattoo, not matching, but like, let's go get a f- stupid tattoo. Yeah. So I'll tell the story behind this. So we lived on a boat for like three years. Uh, and at one point, we had these ducks that would always, like, come hang around the boat, like, on a roof, like, front mm-hmm. porch, whatever. And one day, we were sitting in there, and we had rolled a spliff, and uh, and they walk up to the door, and there's, like, a glass pane on the door so I can see through it, and they're just standing there. And I was like, we should let them in. Like, they look like they're trying to get it. These two ducks just look like they're like, hey, can we come in? Mm-hmm. So I just open the door. I prop the door open, and they're just standing there for the longest time. And they eventually were like, do you want to come in? And they just like walk in and they just start walking around our house. And we were like, oh, this is fun. So I have like photos and videos yeah. of this whole timeline. And then we just get like crackers and start feeding them. And then we get bored because we're trying to get them to come on the couch and just hang out with us. Mm-hmm. And they're just walking around. One of them goes down a step, you know, into the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And we're just like the galley. And uh, which is like, it's so funny to us because they're just act, they're They're just walking around like they're like they're. Like it's like an open house. They're like, oh, would we live here? You know? They're like, this is nice. And then we start getting bored with them. So we start like, because they weren't talking. Right. Obviously. We're holding all the conversation with these ducks. Yeah. Um, ducks are rude. Yeah. They're rude. It's like, hey, we're, you know, trying to hang out here. I'm trying to get to know you guys. You are neighbors. And we start just like putting our finger out. Try, we're like, come on, bite us. Like, see if it. <laughs> I don't know why I thought they had teeth. They don't have teeth. No, they don't have teeth. Yeah. I didn't really think it through, but I was like, but they. There's a little bit of force on it when they, yeah, sure, snap at you. But it didn't really hurt. But I was like, "Oh, this is fun." They got they bit you, like nibbled on you a little, nibbled bit? a little bit. Yeah, um, but it was like it was pretty aggressive. But then I was like, I was fucking with one of them, like holding a spliff towards them that I rolled, and uh, it got it, and then ran away, and then so for like <laughs> a minute, and then it, it hopped onto our front porch, and it was just looking at us. And for a minute, there was just a duck standing on our front porch, like staring at us with a spliff hanging out of its beak, like it was gonna smoke it. And it was the funniest fucking thing I'd ever seen. And then it dropped it uh-huh. and it went through the cracks into oh, the water. No. But I was like, fuck this duck. Um, so this, this is part of the inspiration uh, for my idea for the tattoo. And then later on, in last month, it was our last big party that we ever had. We did boat prom. At first, it was just going to be Jared and I, and we were going to take some acid and then wear tuxedos mm-hmm. and just not tell anybody. And then we were like, "What if we? Inv- what if we told everybody to dress up?" 
So we did, and we rented to, or we bought tuxedos from Amazon. Got oh them, wow! Got them fitted. How much was that? Eighty dollars. Okay. For a tuxedo, uh-huh. and then it was more to expedite the fitting because yeah. it was the week of, yeah, and get it like uh, pressed and everything. They looked nice. Nobody knew. Now you have a tuxedo. Now I have a tuxedo. Um, so here's the tattoo. You got a duck in a tuxedo smoking a joint. No, he got. Okay. I got a duck head with a bow tie. Okay. He got a duck. With human shoulders, like in a dress shirt, smoking a cigarette. Nice. It's really funny. So we both, ha- they're like same yeah, yeah. brand, kind of, but that was my idea. And then the guy drew it out, and I was like, I'm getting this. You can get whatever the fuck you want. So I got the bow tie. It's still healing, but he put the fucking, that like wrap thing. Mm-hmm. I never had it. I've, for any of my tattoos, the I've never had any skin or whatever. Whatever it is. Sandy yeah. derm. Usually I just like dry, yeah. heal it. I like put lotion, but I don't like do anything crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he did that, but he was cool. But yeah, I got it. Well, I wanted to get the flash. T- it was the same guy at Super Genius that I wanted to get a tattoo from, and he ended up doing this one. I was like, oh, that's fun. It's a good spot. They open late. What'd you spend open late? One seventy-five. That's not bad. No, for a walk-in right. and for like, hey, can you draw this up? Right. So he's cool. Did it real quick. It was fun. I just wanted to tell you that it was not going anywhere, but it's a fun one. It's a fun story. Now you have a cool duck tattoo. I do. I'm sorry I missed that prom show i the show I, yeah what were you doing the the show i was supposed to be on got canceled and so i didn't even end up going to do that and, and i forgot about your party oh damn and, it was fucking awesome and i went to a spa instead i went to a sauna okay that's pretty good at least you have you had some going on yeah i did something yeah. but i forget then i saw the pictures like fuck it was fucking great it was awesome our neighbors came. She wore her uh, backup wedding dress Okay. with her husband. They're in their 50s. It was okay. great. They were very nice. Um, yeah, I got so... I, I don't drink as much. I still drink, but I don't like... That night, I just went for it. Yeah. And the next day, I was like maybe the most hungover I've ever been in my life. And we had to start like moving out because it was just like a, oh, a yeah, dump. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like a shit show from the party. Well, and I had to drive my buddy to the airport at like seven in the morning. This is a lot. It was too much. It was too much. And then uh, after that, we were like, "Well, that was a good party." So I'm glad it. I'm glad it went out. You should have dove underneath the boat and drilled holes in it and just like let it slowly sink. sink. Nah, then we would have had to pay for it. No, that's what I mean. Like if you just drilled holes underneath, how would they know? How would they know it was you? I don't know. They would eventually find out. Nah, just be like, yeah. it was a saboteur frogman. Say. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he looked like. Then they see my closet, and there's like a bunch of wet, wet, dirty clothes from the <laughs> that I throw in my closet that I have. I don't have a closet. That was the joke. But they, you know, they're like, you clearly. But you don't this. live there anymore. You should, I'm saying you should go back now. And oh, go it. now. That water is too cold for me to get in. Okay. That water's freezing. I'm kind of. I'm glad to be out of the boat. It's fun, but. Now you have two roommates. Now I have two, which is fine, but I also have a working toilet and You're heat. living with brothers, which could be... My bed is bigger now. Okay. I live on... I sleep on my like couch bed that pulls out into like a huge mattress. Yeah. It's great. It's way better. I don't have to duck my head going inside. And what neighborhood are you in now? Uh, fuck, I don't even know. It's near Chinatown. Okay. I don't know the neighborhood name. In Beacon yeah. Hill, maybe? Okay, Beacon Hill, yeah. Yeah, but I can walk down to Chinatown. It's great. A lot of good food down there. Yeah. In the international district. International district. Yeah. It's very fun. That's what I do now. If I'm bored, I'll just go walk around there. 
And do what? Just get into random kung fu fights with people? Dude, I went and I sat. Yeah. <laughs> they all know it down there. It's yeah. crazy. I was like, damn, are you guys doing a bit? And they're like, we'll kill you. We will uh, fucking kill you. They, I went down. There's like a little like a park like in the middle of International District. And uh, there's just these ping pong tables. And these old Asian dudes. That seems like a racist trap. Old Asian dudes every day will play. And they're fucking good. And I just would, I sat out there. And I just like watched them. And you're like, whoa, <laughs> this is like a stereotype, but it's not because they're really good. I'm just fucking shredding it. They're the... so good. They were hitting the fuck out of it back and forth. And I was like, what? They were like 75. They're crazy old. That's not crazy old, but they were like. That's pretty old. Especially old to old be Old to be like moving like they were moving. I was like, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Do you think you're going to get out there and play them one day? Not those guys. Yeah. I'll wait till there's some more like casual ping pong going on you should just go out there and like a gi with like oh a, my God. with like a bandana on i can't do that and then like bow to them and uh and, and play, i get, and be, like, get killed and try and play them and just be like you know like i want to learn i want to learn your ping pong kung fu <laughs> teach me yes yeah they're like why do you keep saying kung fu dude we don't like i don't know i don't know i thought those were you people did <laughs> <laughs> they're like okay <laughs> We'll teach you ping pong if you stop saying stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's pretty cool. The food's really good down there. A lot of re- lot of restaurants. There are a lot of restaurants. Bruce Lee's favorite. Uh, He's from. Didn't he go to Seattle Central College? Yeah, that's crazy to me. Bruce Lee's. Uh, Blue, Bruce Lee went to community college. Favorite uh, Chinese restaurant is in. Uh, Whoa! Name drop that bitch so I can go. I don't know. You'd have to look it up. I can't eat a lot of Asian food because they put because there's a lot of wheat in uh, soy sauce. I love soy sauce. Me too, but they put wheat in it for some reason. Yeah. And or can you not handle the wheat? No, I'm gluten free. Oh. I don't have celiac, but it just fucks me up. Gluten free, yeah. Fucks me right up. Fucks you right. How long have we been talking? We've been talking for Did you have, this 45 was, minutes. This was very loosey-goosey. That's all this is. Okay. I didn't know. I feel like you guys always have a, a topic or something. Never. Okay. Cool. I like the consistent burping throughout this. It's very on brand for everybody. Uh, is it? Yeah. Nice. I'm glad to add to the podcast. Got any fun guests coming up to plug in? Uh, we never know until like a few days before. Yeah. You got any, any, uh, suggestions? Who should we get on? Who have you, do you, is it just comics? Mostly. Mostly, Largely. Have you had Mary Lou on? You should have Mary Lou. Well, actually, I don't think she does podcasts. I feel like she does. She would do this one probably, but no, I haven't had her on. She might be too anxious about it. I think she's too anxious about it. She is. Hmm. Do you, do you, do you get anxious? Do you understand anxiety? I don't. Oh, dude. Wait, have we never talked about this? I don't think so. Oh, I used to be on like anxiety medication. I used to be like paralyzing. Really? Yeah. I just, I, 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 I quit Lexapro cold turkey. I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, like, I, like it's not like my life is easy or like, it's yeah. like, I don't know, but like, I just manage my shit. Like I, like when people are like, I'm freaking out. Like every, every, my anxiety feel like a lot is... of people just say, I've got anxiety right now. I can't think. And just like, like, Oh, mine was all the time. Though. Like, so when people are like, Oh, I have anxiety right now. It's like, Oh, I don't. I don't know what it means when someone. I never knew any technical things about it. I was just like, I feel like I'm going to die a lot. Like it was like almost like panic about what? Nothing. What, I don't know. There was why? no like, logic behind it. Really? Yeah, dude. One time, but I was like, in, where did it come from? I've had. I had it for a long time. I don't know. You can't trace it to like 
a, a thing? Or no, I don't know. Why do you think I don't have it? It seems like everyone has it, but like I, I don't mean, have it now. It's not like I don't get anxious, but like yeah, yeah. I just know how to like. I don't even really think I get anxious anymore. I don't. I don't really get anxious anymore, <clears throat> which is good. I think it's a good. I mean, let, like I guess I do get anxious sometimes, but I channel it into like excitement. Yeah, I'm like, I, I don't know if this to... makes me a bad person, but I hate dealing with other people's anxiety. No, it's not a no. It if it's bad, I'm like, all right, this is not my. If it's like someone I care about, then if they're if it it's bad, I'll try to. It kind of makes me stop caring a little bit. Yeah, I'm like, why? Am depends I, on how it. Why manifests. am I dealing with your problems? Yeah, depends on how. I think if it's like if you let, I didn't let people know. No one knew. I would because okay. I was like, this is my own shit. Yeah, something's going on here. You know what I mean? Like I gotta. But I was really good at just like kind of masking it or hiding it. One at one point, I haven't like talked about this a ton because I don't. It doesn't bother me anymore. But I was in a nightclub in Australia and okay. I had so much anxiety. Okay, that I went and I found I, I hid in a broom closet for two hours in a nightclub in a nightclub in Perth, Western Australia. <laughs> And a guy who worked there came to get a, a mop or something out. And you were just standing there? And I heard him coming, and I was pretending to be drunk on the phone. And he was like, bro, get out of here. Yeah. And I was, he's like, what the fuck? Are you? He was like, what the fuck are you doing in here? Yeah. And I was like, oh, sorry, I th- this is the only quiet place. And I just faked it. I faked being drunk on the phone. That's, and he was that's like, quick just, thinking. And he that's was like, just thinking. go outside. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sorry, man. And he, I was like, he won't remember or care yeah. if I'm just some fucking drunk asshole yeah, yeah. in a closet. Because it's like you're at a nightclub. It's right. like people are fucked up. And I wasn't. I was sober. <laughs> I was like, I, just, I was like, oh, fuck. Because I was like, I didn't even think about someone coming into this closet. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it was were, crazy. All right. So what were you anxious about? Dude, I don't know. Okay. There was, it never. I don't know how other people's brains work with stuff like that. But it was just like. I I don't know. There was nothing. There was no reason or any. It wasn't like I was like anxious about something. It was just like I didn't want to be. It felt like I was just being like closed in on around the people. Like felt like a weird fever dream. Like I'd be like with. I mean, there's definitely times where I'm uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Or like there's like I don't. But this was unnet. Like I was so I was aware of it and I knew that it was not logical. Okay. And I still couldn't wrap my. I don't know. And I, I just don't know if I've ever had that experience. Like I don't. I've come close to a panic attack one yeah. time, and it was because I smoked a bunch of weed. And there's two times I can think of that I came close to a panic attack, and both of them were weed induced. Yeah. And that'll do it. One time I thought I just straight up broke my brain. Yeah. And another time I was at Jai Tai, and like I was just like really high, and I was just like really stressed about money. Yeah. And for some reason I thought I was about to get fired. And, yeah. I, and then I was just like, well, if I do, I don't know, I'll figure it out. I, like, I just like breathe through it. I just work through it. But like, I also didn't get fired. And so. Yeah. Mine has never been about anything that's revolving around. Sometimes. I get it, anxious about money sometimes, but that's about yeah. as close as it comes. I should. But I think I'm just like, who cares? Yeah. And I'm like, I'll figure it out. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But I don't, I don't really get anxious about anything anymore. Sometimes it'll like start and then it won't. I don't know because I was on meds for a while, so I don't know if it like changed my brain. Interesting. You also like acid. How do you think that plays into it? I had done acid and still had that same. Okay, but I hadn't done it a lot. Maybe mushroom. I don't know. But I'd also done. I mushrooms. just feel like maybe that's it. Maybe I've done so many hallucinogens and started at such an early age yeah. that like and never was able to get to. I don't. Or I can just like I can point. just like think through it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like I can just like. 
Yeah, now I don't think I my brain allows it in anymore. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel I'm like, no, nah, I'm done with I you. It's like an I feel X. weird that like I'm not crippled by anxiety because yeah. it seems like almost everyone else is. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, am I am I wrong? Like my my anxiety was always it always came out in in places in situations where it's like I wouldn't. Everyone's like, what? Like normal stuff that would give people anxiety or like cripple people in setting like social setting it's like i could do those but then sometimes it wouldn't Mm -hmm. my brain just wouldn't work you know what i mean it'd be like by myself or like things go are going fine at a fucking nightclub or we're out and then it just all of a sudden i'm like i have something's wrong like i gotta get out of here like i don't know what it is it's like if it's like it's like social claustrophobia that's how it felt for me sometimes but i would just i don't know it's weird it wasn't always social anxiety but it's gone now thank god I don't have to deal with it. I don't get it on stage. I don't ever get. I don't. I don't get it. I used to get it a little bit about comedy, but not really. I used. I mean, when I first, yeah, there's a long. I don't really feel it that much anymore. Yeah. When like, oh, like I get so even, even that like heartbeat. Oh, I definitely get that. Like I don't even really get that anymore. Like I get it until they say my name and then it's gone. Yeah. Like even before the first, I'm like, oh, I just needed to walk on stage. Even if I bomb, I don't care. Like it's not like I don't care, but like it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't like bother me as much I mean, it bothers me in different ways but like well, we've also bombed we've both bombed enough times where we're like all right well that sucks it does suck but yeah. it's not like man sometimes i bomb hard enough and i'm like what am i doing though yeah like i had a good weekend of comedy this weekend where you're like oh that's that was fun oh yeah tell but me like, about uh last night yeah oh, okay. working at the hereafter dude because so, i've worked at the hereafter and it's I love it. Yeah. Shout out hereafter. Uh, go see comedy there. Yeah, it's never been that great. So yeah. last night was like, I don't know what. Maybe it's because the change of the seasons, or also the guy I was working with last night has a bit of a following. Okay. So I think a lot of the people that came were through some like mm-hmm. factor of like what he's done. Like he's a lot of credits and a, like a wide. Like he he's been a writer on John Oliver. He's oh, okay. The, he was the executive producer and head writer of Desus and Miro. Okay. Um, okay. He's like been doing stand up for like 18 years. Like he's, he's a pro. He's a, pro, he's, he's really funny. So fucking nice. His name is Josh Gondelman. Uh, if you haven't heard of him, check him out. Uh, his stand up is really funny. Um, but he, uh, yeah, I think he, like first show was sold out and it's like a hundred seat room. So I think like there's people all along the front and mm-hmm. the sides, which is great. Um, Second show was like ninety percent sold out, so it was like two great shows. Mm-hmm. But his audience is pretty smart because he's a, a pretty smart right, dude. Right. So it was like fun jokes, fun I, jokes. I like a smart audience, and just like when I would talk, I wasn't like doing crowd work, but there were some things where I would say Are you hosting or featuring. I was hosting, okay, yeah. But I was, yeah, I was doing eight, and then the second set I did like ten because I burned the light. But I was like, whatever. But it was fine. Yeah, they I mean, you know, a fun. ten minute host spot is normal. Yeah, but I, the, yeah, they do short host spots. It's there. weird. The yeah. first time I did, uh, it was like five minutes, and right? then the yeah. headliner was like, "You can do 10. Yeah. I was like, "Thank you." <laughs> but I was hosting, and I hate hosting. Like, I fucking hate it. Everybody okay. hates it. But I'm just like, I kind of like it. I'm getting if it's a good crowd like that. This is the f- most fun I've ever had hosting. Okay, and they were like in it. Energy was great. It was just like a n- nice change of pace. Sold out. They're there for like a guy. They're all pretty in tune with it like mm-hmm. not old but not super young but they're just like ready to rock and even like if i would riff something they were on board with what i was saying and i was like nice like this is great like sometimes i'll lose them i'll go a little too far and that they were just like in on it and i was like great um first show is great wraps up first show was good for great for me because i didn't have any like 
interrupters like but there was i think for josh like a lady who was like a, a big fan but like oh, a little too excited helpful heckling yeah and it was like all right let's like <laughs> dial it back you know what i mean for her uh second show goes great and so you know when they you're working there they give you the wristband because you're working there you're like the talent yeah or yeah, whatever yeah. so this is a saturday night so there's hereafter has two shows and then the second floor is madame Lou's who has an early show and then the nightclub right and then the crocodile is hosting uh this band called uh drug dealer okay and had you heard of them before no but i looked them up and i'd heard some of their songs okay it's one guy who tours with a band gotcha like yeah um kind of like dr dog vibes but like I don't know what that means. New. Do you I know? Mean, you don't know the band. I've Dog? heard the name Doctor Dog. Okay, well, if you, okay, always, if you don't know, the it's band. like a hippie jam band, right? A little but, bit. Okay, kind of. But they're not like that. But it's like very. It's like folky rock kind of. But like the dude is. I heard about them in college, and the people that told me about them, I was like, I don't want to. So these them. guys are young drug dealers. Okay. They're they were fucking cool. They're really uh, like laissez faire about their attitude. Like it's one guy. I think he's. A Hispanic dude had like slick back hair, uh-huh. looked like fucking like Escobar or some shit. Was wearing a suit with like a bolo tie, playing piano. Uh, but during the set, sweating oh dude one time when i (laughs) dying when i lived in australia we had this uh like i was friends we had this like group of imports you are crying (laughs) no i'm crying yeah oh that was great uh we and we had this import house that we would go to it's like after games or practice we'd be like we're going to falco's house right and we'd sit in this circle in the garage, like on the concrete floor with this bucket in the middle. And then we'd have like these shitty lawn chairs. Some people would just sit on the floor or like on a skateboard. And we'd pass these like Gatorade bongs around that we made. And we would just rip bongs or rip, uh, they call them mokes, which is like half tobacco, yeah. half weed. The spliff. Yeah, but in a bowl. And it's like, yeah. Ha- yeah. And so one time I. Look, we were making a big ass dinner, and so like then we're out in the garage. Like as someone's like finishing up, there's like ten of us or whatever. And I right before we go inside, I rip like a big one with, with that has tobacco and weed, and I rip it, and I have the same reaction as you just had. And then I go in, and I'm just like immediately sweating, like dripping in sweat. And then they were, I was like so hungry at the time. And then I hit that bowl, start like crying a little bit, yeah. sweating. I have to take off my shirt and go in the other room <laughs> and turn the fan on high and just lay 
with my back like on the ground like facing up with and like just close my eyes and i missed all of dinner (laughs) and there's someone i hear someone in the other room they're like is where's reese is reese all right and someone comes in they're like you all right and i was like yeah i just gotta stay here for a while and they're like all right (laughs) and so i just missed the whole fucking dinner and i didn't eat but it was like immediate i don't know your coughing reminded me of that moment where i was like i did i haven't coughed you know what i was going for the sound effect that was great and so well i heard it as i was i don't know what i was talking about but i heard it (laughs) like look over and i was like it sounds like you're really going for that one yeah i was trying to make it yeah i was really going for it you know i committed to it that was fucking awesome uh i thought you're gonna puke i thought you're gonna throw up that happens to me sometimes i hate when that happens honestly cough too much yeah get too high when i cough too much i'll puke and uh not a fan of when that happens you get uh yeah um you get like the chills when i get too high i'm like oh there was a I went to a in college I went to a party once and um more than once okay I was cool sick and but at this one particular party uh this guy who you know nice guy kind of a nerd <laughs> not much of a partier yeah but we liked him so yeah, he yeah. was there and we were this is the era of whenever we were it was a cool party trick to use a gravity bong yeah and this guy barely smoked weed anyway, if ever. And oh, so we, someone talked him into hitting the gravity bong. Like a big one? Like a two-liter bottle. Yeah, that's how you learn. Yeah. And he was <laughs> like, what do I do? And they're like, just put your mouth on it and push down. And he did. And oh, like, no. He coughed up his lungs. Fucking, he threw up. Yeah. Uh, he like basically passed out. Like, like he like, he was like incapacitated, just yeah. like laying half in the bathtub, half... Damn, that's like, mean. Whoever got him to do that, like he, he was <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I, like it kind of killed the party, honestly. And, but like, because like, how do you keep partying when there's like a dude like oh, you're like, oh up. fucking Bruce is dying over here. Yeah, damn. I still think about. It. Isn't it funny though how like someone's most embarrassing moment, like someone told it's a fun them, story. Someone told them once that they were like, no, no one will remember that. Everyone forget. You know, like, yeah, yeah. But that's someone else's fun story. That's how I feel. That's like how I feel all the time when someone's like, no, you remember that. I'm like, no, because I remember so many embarrassing right. things that other people have done. I'm like, no, someone will remember. Someone that. remembers and they've told someone. Right. Like, which is even worse. Right. <laughs> like, like my, at my absolute worst, I'm like, no, someone saw it. Yeah. Like someone has experienced me. Yeah. That my, was and a core moment for and someone. And it was funny for someone. Like, yeah. Someone's like, Ooh, I don't want to be like that guy. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like I've definitely, like someone has definitely seen me throw up somewhere and they're like, Ugh, like <laughs> that's a bad look like in the street or something yeah. like oh no dude vomiting up a fucking shawarma no don't do that oh fun what else um yeah i used to go uh i don't know i just can't stop thinking about that bong hit that's so funny when i was in the czech republic we would go to we had another smoke spot with like other american guys in mm. Brno. they had a place. i'm high as fuck right now yeah probably. yeah once you hit that and i yeah. saw you cough i was like i wonder how long it's gonna take to where you're just like yeah I'm here. Yeah. I'm with yeah, 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 yeah. but like, but you smoke like that. You hit holes yeah. more regularly. I don't hit it like that hard. I no, yeah. that would be an insane, like casual hit. You're like, yeah, that's how they all are. Yeah. Like, that's the only way I smoke. Um, but we had this uh, friend who they had a in the stadium. They had underneath the stadium. Their apartment was there, and it was this big ass apartment. Neighbor coming to do laundry. Got it. They were. <laughs> 
You know what's funny? Uh, uh, sorry, we'll come back to that. I feel like every time they come to do laundry, I'm taking a shit, and I usually shit with my bathroom door open. Yeah, and <laughs> it's right there. And it's like the layout of my apartment is like my bathroom is like right by the front door to my basement layer, and there's a other laundry in the basement. So my neighbors come down here to do laundry, and sometimes they show the door open, and yeah. like they can walk. No, like I hear them coming in, I just like slam the door <laughs> shut. But like it just happens. Like almost every time, I, I feel like almost every time I come to take a shit, like they're doing laundry. That's how it's they, like the timing is like insane. They can hear you. They're, yeah, you're, it's like you're calling for them. I'm sorry. What were you saying? I have no idea. Your smoke oh, spot. the bong. Oh, we would go and just re- it was this big ass bong. We'd put ice in it. It was the oh, first yeah. time I'd ever smoked. A, it was a really nice bong. Yeah. Like the nicest I've ever smoked. And it was huge. It was so sturdy. And they would keep it there and they'd put ice in it. And uh, we would go to this restaurant, like this underground restaurant that had these, like the best chicken wings I've ever had. Okay. And this is in Australia? This is in the Czech Republic. The Czech Republic. In Brno. There's some tavern. And they had food and it was like, it was sick. And okay. we would go there and then catch the late train home back to our town. It was like a 45 minute ride. We There's no AC, but it's in the summer. So we just ride with the windows down and be like, absolutely blitz like mm-hmm. like eyes barely open like and it was like such a core it's so it's such a fun memory because it was the best and how long were you in the czech republic like eight months really i was playing baseball for the czech republic for the Trebich nuclears that was the team i played for really yeah in the czech national baseball league i didn't know you played for them yeah I didn't play the for the nu- check, man. The Nuclears. Yeah, that was the name of our team. That, like, that's like the Simpsons, like the, iso- <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah. isotopes. Yep. Like, Nuclear Trebiche. Trebiche. But we would ride back and we Weird would just... name for a baseball team. Yeah. What was your logo? Just a T. Oh. Yeah, we didn't have like a fun... Mushroom cloud. Yeah. In like, <laughs> Adam. I always thought it was weird. I was like, why are we called the Nuclears... Yeah, get rid of the first like ten minutes of this podcast. I don't know what we talked about, but it got way better. I feel yeah. like after <laughs> there was like a moment like halfway through where we, we got rolling. Um but we yeah, what's it what are some other the Ostrava Arrows? Okay. That was a cool one. Drazi Berno. I went to I I like I've been to the Czech Republic. Eagles. Uh I would love to go back. I, I liked oh, it a lot. Hiroshi Berno. That was a team in Brno that they were so in English they're they were the Brno hippos. It's a cool name. It is a cool name. Yeah. The hippo is not utilized in sports teams Hippos. enough. Great mascot. In, you know what I mean? Right. Like instantly iconic. And they're deadly. Like, the, oh, they, hippos they fuck, fuck shit up. up. Yeah, yeah. It's like a cool mascot. But I mean, if you can have make-believe shit, why not just pull animals cool, from somewhere Cool, real animals. Yeah. Yeah. The dragons. It's like, no, just do the hippos. Sure. Or be the dragons. There's no dragons. Yeah. Right. There should be. There's not. I don't know. I mean, are, is there a sports team that has the, the sure. Dragons? Oh, not well. The Seattle XFL team. They're the Dragons. Okay, but that's like the WWE Football League. Oh, so okay. they're like, we'll make it fun. I'm trying to think of uh, bikini <clears throat> football never really took off. No, what did they call that? Was think, it called the I bikini think, football I, league? I think it was just lingerie like, football. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, I never really. I took remember off. seeing ads for it on TV, and I'm like, it seems like a good time, but. Also, who cares? Yeah, that's how I feel about all, all football. Oh, for sure. I don't know anything. Yeah, football I'm not into at all. And now I'm living with a guy who loves sports. Yeah, two guys, right? Yeah, they do. But it's fun to watch football with people who are like really into it because it's like... I disagree. They get too excited. Or- well, no, they don't because Marvin and Jamal talk shit, so they're fun to watch it with. I don't like people who are like diehards of yeah. like some team. I walked into a bar yesterday to watch the before the show to watch the Phillies game, the World Series. Yeah. And it was like college Phillies football. Is like 
Yeah. And they it was every TV. And I was like, can you turn on the World Series, please? <laughs> like <laughs> the big, the other big event that's not a midseason game. And they did for me. Because I was like, every screen is the, this football game. It was a big football game, but I was like, every screen. Wait, who's playing football? LSU versus Alabama. Oh. Yeah. Um, but I was like, can you turn on the World Series, please? <laughs> and they did. So, yeah, the Phillies. Philly, dude, Philly sports fans. It's a different level. Oh, they're of nuts. Yeah. Like being from Philly is nuts, but being a Philadelphia sports fan is like a different living. I think that's my next move in the being next, a, Oh, going to Philly, you told me that. Next year or two. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool city, I But think. yeah, they're I mean, that's if I don't know shit about sports, but I know Philly is nuts and uh if they win the World Series Well, they lost. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh. Okay. But they're done. The Astros won or whatever? Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. Uh but yeah, okay. Well, never mind then. But if they win the if they the win, Eagles are undefeated, right? If they win the Super Bowl, like that city's going to tear itself apart, dude. I said if they both won, it's the last year in Philadelphia's history. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, there's this is it. They, they, they would it. implode. They would <laughs> yeah. like implode. Like they, that city would just be leveled. Did I? T- I don't know if I told you this or what. I thought it was the funniest thing. How like when the Phillies won the nat- the series to get to the World Series, mm-hmm. um, they because they won it in Philadelphia. And as the game was going on, I think that day, because they, they were like, there's a chance the Phillies win tonight and move on to the World Series. Um, so they started greasing up the light poles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You told be- me. Because they will climb them. And then they won. And then like later on that night, there's videos and pictures of like every light pole with someone on top of it. Because they're like, fuck you. Like, we're, it doesn't we're matter. We're doing it. We're climbing light poles. Yeah, you're going to have to grease this bitch up more than that. Like, I mean, they the- have those Italian street fairs where – have you ever been to an Italian street no. fair? Well, part of an Italian street fair is climbing the greasy pole. That's awesome. Oh, I've heard of that. I think I've seen videos yeah. of it. Yeah. And that shit looks crazy. It, dude, it's nuts. Just put someone from Philly in there, dude. Yeah. And so they're all from there. They're all Italian. They've yeah. all like they're used to it. They know what they're doing. You gotta yeah. put you gotta put barbed wire on the poles. Yeah. That'll help that'll be speed. That'll just help them go faster. Put a giant like you like on a bird feeder, you put those inverted yeah, yeah. cones to keep squirrels out. <laughs> <laughs> Every light pole just has a big cone on it. That's so funny. Dude, have you ever been to a, I think I've asked this before. I don't know why you said the Italian street fair. Have you ever been to a Renaissance fair? Yeah. And like dressed up? Uh, I have. I want to go. Not dressed up. I want to go dressed up and take acid at a rent fair. Uh, I always wanted to go to a rent fair. You should go next year. Uh, I think they have it in the summer. Dressed up. They're usually in the fall. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it going right now? It might be late in the season now because it's kind of like yeah. rainy and cold. It is cold. Fuck. Uh, I went to King uh, King Richard's Fair in Carver, Massachusetts. It's like this perma built Renaissance village. Oh, cool! And then they just run it like for a few months or whatever. Yeah, but it's usually like the same people coming back doing the same stuff, uh-huh. and it's a lot of fun. But like I've heard that the Renaissance Fair community are a bunch of freaks, and they all have like bizarre orgies you know what i mean like i bet they're just all they're like, like it's, just a big, it's just a big fuck party yeah yeah like where they get to pretend and then they that's all great. fuck at night that's awesome yeah no it's, it's fantastic <laughs> that's that's my in my life that's my trajectory in like that's the next 10 great. years i'm gonna start i'm gonna start doing comedy at a renaissance fair yeah. I, I, the town gesture i'm seeing this now i'm seeing this that really is my trajectory of doing like of becoming like a jester at a renaissance fair yeah. and Could joining get... their weird fuck parties. Dude, you start touring as that guy? <laughs> Just touring Ren Fairs. Ren Fair? The Ren Fair tour. There, there the Ren are, Fair orgy tour. There are a lot of guys that do it. There's like this one guy, 
uh, called Jack the Whipper, yeah. and he's like a whip act, and he's like really. He's fam- definitely part of the. Laundry. Oh, dude, this guy is like this. He's he is, ho- he's hot as fuck. Of like, first of all, he's like hot as fuck. Jack the Whipper, and he's like, he's a, you're like that could have been mine. He name. does all sorts of weird, like crazy shit with a whip. He's yeah. like precise and deadly. But you know what I mean? And like, you ever does, used a whip, like a real whip, like that, like a bull whip? I mean, I've that's cracked just, them. I wouldn't say I've used them. That's just crazy. You know what I mean? I've never yeah. done anything cool with it, but I've used them. I've cracked them. That's such a Florida thing. In our high school parking lot, there'd be dudes just cracking whips. <laughs> <laughs> they would like meet up with their truck, and then you just hear it out, dude. You just hear it out there. You'd see them, yeah. And the teachers would be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> they were good with it, but I was like, oh, "I'm not getting close." I'm like, "Someone's gonna, I'm gonna rip my eye out." Or yeah, something. I mean, they're fucking me. deadly, dude. They'll crazy. fuck you up. Yeah, breaking that sound barrier. I was always trying to do like a Indiana Jones whip trick. You know what I mean? Where like grab something with it. Yeah, they. um One time. uh this was in Alabama growing up, and we used my neighbor would harvest, like, cut back the bamboo uh-huh. every year in their yard. And all the kids in the neighborhood would use the bamboo to make various Shing. weapons with yeah, yeah, and course. beat the shit out of each other with, like, all these old people's bamboo that they put out for the garbage to come pick up. Yeah. And so one year, I got a, a sizable one, a sizable hunk of bamboo, and I made it into a two handed whip handle. Whoa. And I tied, like, I don't know, probably like seven feet of rope to it. And uh, I took it over to my friend's house. You could crack it and, like, you could, like, it was fun. Oh, that's sick. And uh, I took it. Str- like, the fibers, right? Like, the, or would you just, like, use the, like, stalk? Can't you, like, get the fibers out of a bamboo stalk? Oh, sure, yeah. But Isn't no, that... I would just use the stalk oh, itself. Okay. It was just like a pole. You know oh, I mean? gotcha. And then I would just like threaded a rope through it, like yeah. seven feet of rope or however much. And we were at my then... friend's house and we were tormenting his little brother and I cracked the whip at him and the one and only time like I ever did an Indiana Jones trick and it like literally like wrapped around his foot as he's like running away from no me. No way. And, like it grabbed his foot and he's like and pulling then... it and like it just pulled and it like he would just went <laughs> and damn he, that's a movie moment. Oh it's seared into my brain. But then you peaked. But then he I he started crying. And oh. uh, I untied him. I was like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. And he, like, ran inside. And, and told then you got his, him again. And told his mom. And then his mom came out. And I don't know if you've ever been yelled at by your friend's mom. You know what I mean? That sucks. Moms, that, dads, you're like, I've, that, that, when it happened, I would lose trust in the friend. I'd be like, we're not friends anymore. Why would you tell on me? Well, this is his little brother. Oh. Yeah. Got, oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought it was your no, friend. No, no, no. Me and my friend were tormenting his little brother. Gotcha. And so... uh yeah, and so he ran aside and cried, and man, uh, we boo. We stayed friends, and then we tormented tormented his little brother continuously forever. Anyway, but uh, he's still friends with that kid. Not really. I mean, yes, but no. We don't really keep up. But his, yeah, I don't know. Getting getting uh, yelled at by your friend's mom not is good. not good. It stinks. I had to go home early that day. Oh, sad. Yeah, getting yelled at by a friend's mom or dad. It's just like, I'm like, I feel like worse than if I had disappointed my own parents. Because you're like, now there's two parents that don't like me. Right. There's two sets right. that are mad at me. Right. 
because now my parents are going to find it out. And then I might, right, my mom had to come pick me up early. Boo. And so, like, who knows what she was doing, but she had to stop it to come pick me up, you know? I don't remember really getting in trouble for it. And I went over there again. It wasn't that big of a deal. But I couldn't bring my bamboo whip over there anymore. What's up with bamboo whip, kid? <laughs> I remember one time I, uh, yeah, like, I, well, no, that's not a good story. But just, like, parents, like, bringing something up for the, like, until you're an adult. Like, I have an like old friend that if I saw him back in Florida, if I saw them, like, out to eat, yeah, like, his dad would bring up the same thing. Right. Like, it, I'd be like, all right, man. <laughs> we were, like, six. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are we doing here? I'm not the bamboo whip kid anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? Uh, it's almost seven. Okay. We should wrap this up. Sure. What are you reading? Uh, Jay left that book here a while ago. Not really reading it. He told me to drink this yogurt drink, and apparently that explains why, and I haven't read it yet. That explains why to drink that yogurt drink? Yeah. The but whole I, book. I do drink the yogurt drink, but... Is it good for you? That's what he says. Uh, wow, well, I sat up, and now I have way it, more burps. And it helps me uh, poop. Nice. That's always good. Yeah, I like it. My recipe, for those interested, is uh, Chobani whole fat yogurt. Chobani? You put it in a big cup. And you put water in it. You stir it up to the consistency that you like. I like it a little thin. Uh, then you put in turmeric, uh, black pepper, uh, ginger, mm-hmm. cinnamon, cumin. Okay. And I haven't got the coriander that Jay says really helps, but uh, apparently coriander. And that's the thing. And then you slug it down. And it doesn't taste that bad. And it starts and flowing through you. It uh, makes you poop good. Pooping's nice. Yeah. All right, thanks. Uh, This has been Rain City Jerks with Reese Green. Bye-bye.